On this episode of Real Talk with Jordan Riley, we're going to finally answer your questions and get down to the bottom of this. Is Jesus really calling or isn't he? Stay tuned. Welcome to Real Talk with Jordan Riley, where the real talk does not come from me, it comes directly from God's Word. And as you saw in the intro, we're going to tackle Jesus Calling with Sarah Young. There's a lot to be said, so I pray you will stay with me. I'm asking each one of you guys, stay through this video. There's tons of teaching, there's a lot of ground to cover, so let's get started. I'm going to do something new today, and I'm going to actually tell you the answer at the beginning, and then we're going to share biblically how that is backed up. So let me be very clear. This book, Jesus Calling, it is pure heresy. This book is demonic. It is a counterfeit Jesus that is calling Sarah Young. This is new age nonsense, the whole channeling everything. And Sarah Young is lying and deceiving millions. Now, if you think that's judgmental, feel free to go right up here and click on this one later and go and see the whole video about should we judge? Because 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 12 and 13 make it very clear that we can judge those inside the church. So if I got your attention, let's get started. Jesus Calling. This book, this Christian devotional as it's being marketed, has sold, as of 2019, over 30 million copies. So it is pushed far beyond, it's light years beyond a lot of other things. It's number one in a lot of different categories. But here's the thing that really struck me as crazy and odd, and that is that celebrities, a ton of celebrities, and a ton of false teachers endorse this book, this Christian devotional. And Luke 6.26 is very, very clear that when the world speaks well of you, you're in error, okay? When the world loves you, remember, it's going to love its own, then you're not following Christ. Because when you're in Christ, you're going to be hated by the world, not loved and celebrated and endorsed by it. So let's talk about what, G what Sarah Young says in this book, Jesus Calling. I'm going to read you a few excerpts from her first edition book in 2004. This is what it says. It says, during that same year, I began reading God Calling, a devotional book by two anonymous listeners. These women practiced waiting quietly in God's presence, pencils and paper in hand, recording the messages they received from him. She went on to say, I knew that God communicated with me through the Bible, yet I yearned for more. Did you hear that? She yearned for more. And then she went on and said, I decided to listen to God with pen in hand, writing down whatever I believed he was saying. Houston, we have a major problem. But the Bible is very clear and it addresses this, this very thing in Proverbs 28 verse 26. The Bible says that he who trusts in his own mind is a fool. And that is exactly what Sarah was doing. She said it right there. I wrote down whatever I believed Jesus was saying. She was trusting in what she thought she heard, not what God had already revealed in his written word. So Sarah is writing scripture. The Bible's not complete. We have an open canon. That's exactly what's happening. God can't speak authoritatively through the prophets in the Old Testament. They wrote down what, they, what God exactly spoke. They quoted him, and that became scripture, by the way. And now, thousands of years later, 
God's now speaking to Sarah Young and she's writing it down and it's not authoritative. When God speaks, God speaks. He's authoritative back then and today. And so when Sarah's quoting God for the things he's saying, she is writing, she is adding to scripture. That is a complete thing. That is a sin, by the way. It's dangerous and it is forbidden by God. Also, if you really look at her book, and we're going to do that in just a second, if you look at her little devotional book, each of the days, it's written in the first person. I, Jesus, will do this. You can trust my love. Just do this for me. Blah, 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 blah. That's all it is. So let's, let's see. What does the Bible have to say about that? Turn your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 20. This is what it says. It says, But the prophet who speaks a word presumptuously in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or which he speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. Sarah Young better thank her lucky stars that she didn't live back then. She would have been stoned to death. Now, let's just take a look here. Let's look at uh, January 4th. We're going to kind of show an excerpt from this, and we're going to break it down really quick. Here's what it says. It says, this is, this is January 4th. It says, I want you to learn a new habit. Try saying, I trust you, Jesus, in response to whatever happens to you. If there is time, think about who I am in all my power and glory. Ponder also the depth and breadth of my love for you. What a load of nonsense. And here's why. Let's take that first sentence. I want you to learn a new habit. Show me the verse that says that. You can't find that in scripture. Nowhere did a prophet or an apostle or Jesus himself say, you know what? I want you to just do this over and over again and create a new habit. And then you're going to be awesome. Good job. Way to go. No. Jesus did not say this. He called us to repent. He called us to believe the gospel. He called us to carry our cross, to crucify our flesh. But he didn't call us to create new habits. Okay? Second thing. Look at the next verse. Try, try saying, I trust you, Jesus, in response to whatever happens to you. That is called positive confession. That's what Joel Osteen does. Hey, if you just repeat this over and over again, it's going to come true. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am prosperous. No, you're not. And just because you repeat it over and over again doesn't mean it's going to happen or doesn't mean it's true. Again, where do you see in the Bible Jesus ever teach this? The apostles teach it? Never. You don't see it anywhere found in Scripture. And do you notice what's missing from any of her stuff? The Word of God. Again, there's no call to biblical holiness. There's no call to repent over your sin. There's no call to dive into the Word, to study the Word of God, to love the Word of God, to obey the Word of God, to share the Word of God. It's all a bunch of nonsense. It's all a bunch of good, feel-good, new-age, mystical jumbo. And we need to reject it, by the way. Now, the scary thing about this and the dangerous thing about this is that many cults, many false denominations and false religions started by what Sarah Young is doing. And we've got to get a hold of this, you guys. I'm going to give you a couple examples. The Foursquare Church, Amy Simple McPherson, Seventh-day Adventist, Ellen G. White, Jehovah's Witnesses, William Miller, and Mormonism, Joseph Smith. Each one of these people started on the premise of, quote, God told me. I had a dream. I had a vision. I had a prophetic word. I had a prophecy. It's all extra biblical revelation that did not line up with scripture. That was absolutely false. None of these words came true by these people. They were all proven false prophets and false teachers. 
but it spawned false religions as they led people astray. They got people's eyes off of the word of God, off of Christ, and following this nonsense. Why? Because just like Sarah Young said, the Bible was just not enough. I yearned for more. So, Sarah Young doing the same thing. She is literally claiming to tune into God, receive special direct revelation because the Bible wasn't enough. Again, she said she yearned for more. So how does God speak to us? Let's break that down really quick. Hebrews chapter one, verses one and two. Let's go there a second. Hebrews chapter one, verses one and two. This is what it says. It said, God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also made the world. God spoke in many ways in the past. Let's look at that a second. In the past, Exodus chapter 3, God spoke through a burning bush to Moses. 1 Kings 19, 11 through 13, he spoke through a still small voice to Elijah. By the way, that was an audible voice, not an inner impression, not a hunch, not some kind of thought in his head. It was an audible voice. In Numbers 22, verses 21 through 39, uh, God spoke to Balaam through his donkey. In Genesis 41, 1 through 7, God spoke to Pharaoh through dreams. In Genesis 37, God spoke to Joseph through dreams. And in Daniel 7, God spoke to Daniel through dreams. This is not an exhaustive list, but this is showing you how God spoke in many ways in the past. But now, according to Hebrews 1, 1 through 2, he has spoken through his son. Now, what does that mean? And I want to break it down for you. It means this, that God did his final speaking through his son. Everything God had to say to humanity has been spoken through Christ. And we have full record of it from Genesis to Revelation. We have everything that God wanted to say and everything that God had to say already in Scripture. And if you think I'm kidding about it, let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. This is what it says. It says, all scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be equipped, having been thoroughly equipped for every good work. Did you see that? Scripture is completely sufficient. We don't need to go anywhere else. Everything that you need to live a godly life is right there. You don't need a word from God. You don't need a book where Jesus is calling. You don't need to go to some kind of goofy prophet and get some special revelation. Right there, pick up your Bible and open it. You will hear from God, I guarantee it. So, let me say, just for you, because I know there's people that are upset, let's talk about this a second. Am I saying that God never speaks today? No, I'm not saying that. He absolutely speaks. But how does he speak? That's the big thing. Does he speak through words or through hunches or through tuning in just to the right frequency and hearing? No, he speaks through his word. We just saw that in Hebrews 1, 1 through 2. Also in Hebrews 1, verses 7 and 9, and Hebrews 4, verse 12, God's word is living and active. It's a double-edged sword. I mean, what God had to say, it still impacts us today. It's not just a, an old rule book and something from ancient that's just collecting dust. 
No, every time I open it, every time I study God's word, I am hearing directly from God Almighty as I read the pages of this book. It is living and active. Now, can give us can God give us burdens for people? Absolutely. Can he direct our steps? You better believe it. Can he bring people to our minds? Yep, he can. But John MacArthur made it very clear, and I really, uh, I agree with his statement. He said that we are not aware in the moment that it is happening. But when we look back, we see the hand of God working and leading us. So is God telling you, quote, right now today, hey, um, this is where you go get your Thanksgiving turkey, like Charles Stanley says. Or, you know, to Joel Osteen, you know, I'm gonna, I want you to park in this parking spot and tells him where to go. No, God is not doing that. That does not line up with his word. And if someone came to me today or if someone comes to you and says, you know what, God gave me a word for you and told me that you should, quote, whatever it is, you need to flat out reject it unless one condition. If someone comes to you and says, you know what, hey, uh, God just wanted me to let you know that you know when you struggle and when you sin, that you can go to him, you can repent and confess that sin and he's faithful and just to forgive you of that sin. Oh, preach that. That's 1 John 1, 9. And that's the already revealed, written down word of God, which we can stand on, which is sufficient and complete. And if we're in that, if we're doing that, praise God all day, every day, do that. But if you're going, hey, Jesus calling and he wants you to create a new habit and he wants you to repeat this mantra all the time so that you can have a better day, this belongs in the garbage or down the toilet or in a burn barrel. It needs to go away. So, Sarah Young, just like I said, if anybody is quoting directly, trying to quote God, they are in error unless they're citing chapter and verse. Now, again, back to the hearing God thing. I want you to, to really grab this. Justin Peter put it really well. And he said this, he says, if you want to hear God speak to you, read your Bible. If you want to hear him speak to you out loud, read your Bible out loud, okay? Again, I've said this, I'm gonna say it again. You do not need to go other places to hear from the Lord. And I need to say this because I love you guys. If you're struggling to understand scripture, if you start to read the Bible and you're lost and you don't understand it and it's just absolutely gibberish to you, it may be because you're not saved. You know, 1 Corinthians 1.18 is very clear that the word of God is foolishness to those who are perishing. And when we are saved by the Lord in his mercy, we receive the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of truth who will guide us in all truth. He illuminates the word of, the word of God so that we can understand it. So if you don't understand God's word, you don't need to be looking in goofy places like this. You need to look to him. You need to turn to him. You need to seek after him. And if you're, and if you're not following Christ, again, let's have a talk. Let me pray with you. Let me share the gospel with you. Let me point you to Jesus. That's what it's all about. But let me end with one thing. And that's Revelation chapter 22, verse 18 and 19. Revelation 22, I'm sorry. Yeah, 22 verses 18 and 19. This is what it says. It says, <clears throat> I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part of the tree of life and from the holy city, which are written in this book. 
Make no mistake about it, you guys. Sarah Young is adding to scripture. She is in error. She is sinning and she is deceiving millions of people. She is claiming to say what God says that he did not say. And, and trust me, if you believe what is in this book and you love this book, then you reject the word of God. You don't love the word of God if you're going looking other places and trying to find things that supposedly God said, which he did not. We need to be able to test things, 1 John 4, 1, and be able to expose this nonsense because this is absolute heresy, it's demonic, it's garbage. And if you have this book, please throw it out today. And if you have someone you know that loves this book and they're posting pictures of it on their Facebook and they're, oh, I love this book and it's so good, Jesus Calling just really spoke to me. No, it didn't. And in love and in boldness, you need to tell them so. Show them this video. Bring them, teach them what God's word actually says. His word is sufficient. You do not need to go outside of it. If you truly want to hear Jesus calling and Jesus speaking to you, open up your Bible today. I challenge you, go open it up right now and read it. He will speak to you. I guarantee it.